All right. Well, if you'd like to get started, Dan. What with my joke? Well, have you got a joke? I have. Oh. <laughs> Is it anywhere anything no, like last a, week? No, it's not. No. All right. There's no props. Okay. <clears throat> um, train going along to the city stops at the station, uh-huh. and this real big, tough-looking punk dude gets on. Big guy, leather chaps, mm. the whole lot. Mm-hmm. The 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 coupe de grace was his uh, multicolored hair. He had purple, yellow, blue, pink. Just a complete... All the colours of the all rainbow. All the colours. And everyone stopped to look. This big gruff guy gets on, sits down, and this old bloke just keeps staring at him, just looking at him, sizing him up. And in the end, after about, you know, 10 minutes of it, the, 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 the punk stands up and says, Listen here, old man. What's your problem? The old man goes, Oh, don't mind me. I fucked a parrot 20 years ago. I was trying to work out you're not my son. <laughs> Oh, mate, your stuff is just... <laughs> I always have them, but your jokes, like, they're killing. They're absolutely killing. But uh, they, they're going, like, here. <laughs> yeah, and then no, just for so... a second, they just swerve left. What in this weather? <laughs> Game on! Game on! All right, here we go. One, two, a one, two, three. Game on! Game on! It's game time! Excellent game on, game on, it's game time. Excellent. Oh, oh dear. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Another hey, week. Buddy. Another week. Another week of bloody gaming. God, they fly, don't they? They do. Um, I'm, uh, we're actually on time this week mm. as opposed to last week, so I'm pretty happy about mm. that. Um, yeah, it's... Well, time flies when you're having fun, Pete, and what's more fun than bloody gaming? Yeah, I oh, mate, I, I, can't I can't think of much. No. Um, but my name is Pete. My name is Dan the Internet. And for the next hour, we are going to bang out about gaming because we bloody love gaming. Yeah. Pete, we do, and we also love bloody gaming. I wrote it down. You did? I did. Well done. Bloody game. Well done, sir. Didn't need Barry I'm this very time. proud of you. Yeah, Sorry, Barry. Barry. Sorry, Barry. <laughs> Um, welcome, welcome to you watching on Twitch, welcome to you listening through the listener app or Spotify, wherever you get yes. your good podcasts. Please drop by our socials, give us a bit of the good stuff, some likes, some follows, some shares, some subs, all of that sort of stuff. All that stuff. Uh, and I just want to say a big hello and a big thank you to uh, more legends who have joined the Goa Legends subscription oh, club. Yes! Um, you are absolutely wonderful. And in fact, I'm in the Discord right yeah, now, you're Dan. you're in the blue names? Discord.gameonoz.com. And I'm just writing, hello, everyone. Oh, look at this. Dan and I are currently doing the recording of the Goa Weekly Show. And of course, you, our wonderful paid members... This is excellent typing skills, by the way. Thank you very much. Gamers, make good typers. Uh, We've said this before. 120 words per minute. Hey! If you don't mind. Uh, wonderful paid members are front and centre, and we would like to give you a chance to ask some questions 
that we are going to visit at the end of the show. Dot, dot, dot. Bang. At here and go. Boom. Uh, We'll get into our stories and I will come back and check. Do you know, my wife went to business college um, back in the day. Oh, and, good for and so her. She, she's essentially now a, 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 a essentially an accountant, but a bookkeeper. But mm. she started as a receptionist. So, And she did the typing thing you do. Mm-hmm. And I've challenged her a couple of times mm. to a words per minute um, race. How'd you go? I, no, she won't take the challenge. She won't take No. She's scared She's of you. scared. And because she knows, I'm, an ex, I'm the same as you. I, t- mm. I was watching your technique then, exactly the same. Yep. But it's not from learning, you know, where the QWERTY keyboard is, mate. It's banging on those buttons. Yeah, 100%. But it's all... 100%. Yeah, without a doubt. Yep. Um, but hello to uh, Star Saber. Yes. Cal. 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 Uh, Cal. Cal. C-A-L with two dashes yeah. either side. Cal. Awesome. Uh, um, Sticks. Sticky. Uh, all uh, new members in KFC? the last few days. That is KFC. Oh. Yeah, doesn't that look good? Bloody... Mm. It never looks bad. It doesn't, it might, it does it? It tastes bad. But yeah. It never looks bad. No, nah, you're so right. I'm so right. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, very, very nice. So we'll come to those questions uh, a little bit later awesome. on in the show. But we're going to dive into some news. Now, Dan, um, far be it from me to ever be interested in Fortnite at all. <laughs> but I'm going to go after Fortnite here. Yes. I need to, because there's a couple of things that have That's caught happened. my yeah. eye. Good. Um, and. Uh, Oh, look, I hate the game too. I mean, I play it, but I hate it because I'm shit at it. No, okay. So one of the things that's caught my eye around Fortnite um, is that a team has been disqualified from a tournament following a disrespectful tweet. And I'm very interested to know what the tweet is. So hang on. So so Fortnite disqualified a team? Yes. Or a team representing Fortnite? Well, let me go through the story. So a trio of Fortnite competitive players has been disqualified from the Fortnite Championship Series following a tweet that came from one of the team members that stated Epic Games Chief Creative Officer Donald Mustard oh. should kill himself. <gasps> That's terrible. It's shocking, isn't that it? That is shocking. It's shocking. Now, I this is the first time I'm reading the tweet. I wanted to read the tweet while I was here on camera yes. for the first time. Yes. Because I was half expecting we might have a laugh out of this. This is actually quite no, serious. that's horrible. According to Polygon, in a now deleted tweet, player Wrigley posted a message that read, like, literally, and kill yourself at Donald Mustard and tagging him. Epic disqualified Wrigley afterwards, along with their teammates, Dictate and users, citing the company's community rules that is not allowed for players to interact with others in a way that is predatory, threatening, intimidating, lewd, demeaning, yeah. derogatory, invasive of privacy, or abusive. Pretty much all of those. The three players were competing in the North American East region of the FNCS. It's the Fortnite Championship Series. Mm. And the upcoming championship presented the possibility of earning a $3 million cash prize mm. for the winning team. Mm. Following the disqualification, members Dictate and users spoke out about the ban. I wish we would be able to have an opportunity for an emergency sub. Really, that's 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 the first place your head goes. Yeah. Right, okay. What Wrigley did was completely out of control, or out of our control, and we put endless amount of time into the game for a chance at life-changing money. Yeah, users tweeted, calling for folks to tweet at FNCS organisers uh, in hopes of reversing their and dictates ban. Good luck. Mm. Uh, Got to be honest, I was kind of just laughing it off yesterday when I got the email, but now I want to cry, dictate tweeted. Um, oh, so, okay. I do not feel sorry for you, mate. No. So it sunk in. 
Uh, talking to Polygon, Dictate said, I'm really confused on why my teammate and I, who didn't have anything to do with the comment our other teammate made, don't get to receive our $600 in prize. Well, you know, whatever. Um, the the um, Look, that's, that's a fair... Actually, no, I won't whatever that, because that's a fair point. They're not the ones in control of what their mate has tweeted, their no. teammate has tweeted. Yep, so yep. I think maybe just completely ousting them is not the greatest thing to have done. And maybe there should be a rule that subs are allowed. Um, but well, I, 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 this is the first time I've seen something like this. So maybe this is the first time that Epic has encountered such a thing in the Fortnite Championship Series. I'd say, I, I wouldn't say it's the first time they've encountered it, but definitely in the Championship Series maybe. I mean, liken it to a footy footy field and one of your players smacks the umpire. Mm. Did the other 17 boats get um, suspended? No. No, that's true. That's right? very true. Uh, not that I, 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 and in some cases, if you're a champion player, you don't get suspended, you don't get suspended either. either. What What I will say is that in my response to the two people that were, um, you know, ousted is maybe get better mates. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, you can't, you know, you, 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 this is sort of the reason why I don't um, broadcast on Twitch when I play Fortnite because not that, I, not that I'm abusive, but I say a lot of inappropriate stuff that would get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't do it. You know, um, I couldn't trust other people in my clan to do it either because we're all a bit loose. The point being, you've got to know your audience. And if you're going to a championship with a dude that you, you know, it's probably. I mean, this guy's probably not the first time he's done some like this. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, that remains to be seen, and the story doesn't touch on what that. Did, what, so what did uh, old mate Donald Mustard do to them? Do you know? No idea. But I would say built. <laughs> <laughs> a fair point um look my only guess is that he's just he's you know been he's had his ass handed to him and he's really sour um yeah yeah i'd love to know more about that and i'll do a little bit of reading while we're sort of chatting through this podcast Mm. as to if anything else has come out of this Mm -hmm. by the way talking about things like you know suicide and that can be a bit of a trigger uh, and we're sensitive to our audience, so mm-hmm. don't forget you can always call Lifeline if you are having problems on thirteen eleven fourteen um, for crisis support and suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Now, that is absolutely stunning, absolutely stunning. 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 But one thing that I do love reading is the fact that that has had repercussions, ah, um, and I yes. do love the fact that that has had repercussion because it means that you know if you're somebody else there who might be sitting there thinking to yourself, oh, I'm entering a championship series, I'm a little bit loose on my twits. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you'll think <laughs> twice next time. Mm. And of course, you know, these are the sort of guys where they're not um, they're not just your average gamer sort of sitting, you know, idly at home just mucking around. I mean, these guys are in the championship series going after $3 million in prize money. Generally, they're streamed um, and the players are quite well known. Like, oh, yeah, you know, just... there are younger people who look up to them, yeah. follow them, and all that sort of stuff. And it's just not the sort of thing that, not the sort of example that they should be setting. No, and, and that's why they had to act because um, the, the, these people, pro- yeah, like you said, have probably a lot of younger people looking up to them, you know, monkey see, monkey do. So yeah. they probably have to nip it in the oh, I'm glad they nipped it in the butt anyway, but there's other repercussions of it as well not just making a stand on on a moral stance on a moral ground it's more um showing this stuff is not tolerable no it's not and not. it's you know and and as we've always said you know i think the majority of gamers out there uh you know like anything in life in in society there there are really good people and some really big big assholes you know and sometimes sadly 
they infiltrate. Yep, unfortunately. Mm. Um, I'm just going to stay on Epic for a moment, right? And I need to type something in here. And what I'm going to type into Google is just how many different... uh, mm, I'm going to say avatars. I'm not sure. Avatars has Fortnite Fortnite had. Ah, here we go. Well, I can tell you, I, I can tell you how many have I, I've had. How many have you had? One. Of course you had. <laughs> and it's still and probably it gifted. Really? Yeah, it's the rock star. I was going to say it's probably still the basic one that you get with yeah. the game. <laughs> no, uh, I'm trying to figure out oh, what I'll it is. Tell you what. Surprise champions in Fortnite. If, I, you, if you're watching this on Twitch, drop a little comment. You guess. Let's have a bit of a guessing. I would say what I am trying to get to is right. Mm. Epic Games has teased a Fortnite appearance by Brazilian soccer star Neymar. Yep. Details pretty, pretty are scarce, plan. but it looks like it's happening as we speak, right? Mm. So this will be going to air. By the time this goes to air, it should have happened. Well, it might be because I think the big season update is uh, Wednesday this week. And today's Tuesday that we're recording. So, yeah, this might all make... Well, the thing that I want to just toss out there is... Are we at a stage with Fortnite now where this doesn't feel special anymore? <laughs> yeah. Because definitely they've released that many special characters in the game mm. that it just feels like you could sneeze <laughs> and they'd consider it worthy of being added to the game. <laughs> this big bogey comes out. He's the character. Yeah. A snot bubble. Hey. Bubble. <laughs> hey, Padgy. Padgy. Ow. Hey. Padgy. Hey, come in, come in here. Oh, look out. We're getting Neil in. The great man himself. Yeah. This is Padgy. He's yeah. the audio Do engineer. I need to make room? No, no, you're right. Just quickly. Mate, we're, we're live on the air. Just um, pop your head in there and wave. G'day. Say hello. There he is. Um, there he is. He just walked past. Um, hey, what's, what's, a, what's an achievement of yours? What's something you've achieved? <laughs> Kids. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, what I've built in my life and where I, I'm at, you know, where uh-huh. I'm at in my life is an achievement. Uh, congratulations. We're going to put you in Fortnite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, off you go. That's all we needed. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. All the best. He'd make a good Fortnite character. He would make a great Fortnite he's character. He's a good-looking guy. So. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. You know what his special ability would be? Uh, uh, Snappy dressing. Oh, mate, yeah. he is. And he's got fantastic biceps. He does, doesn't he? Have you ever seen him? Yeah. They are beautiful. He's a snappy dresser. Um, And his grenade would be cryptocurrency. He really is. I've got to say, yeah, I've got to say the um, tradie that came out this week was pretty fun. Really? Yeah. Have you seen that? No. It's like the Aussie tradie. Oh, I guess. No, I haven't. It's not the Aussie tradie. Not just the Aussie tradie. It's bloody... um, Any tradie, I guess. uh, No, it's... But I I got killed by one of them the other day and I was like... Props to you, mate. Mate, I should know this you look because good. we... Um, Trady killed uh, the boxer. Our dear social media darling, Hope. who is recovering quite well, mm. by the way, oh, I must add. So lovely to hear Hope. Um, she was on our socials and did a cheeky little video yes. around this particular trade. It's the pie, right? He eats the pie. Yeah. And it was the it was pie versus sausage roll. Yes. Just quickly, what side of the fence did you sit on? Pie 100%. One. Hundred percent, Peter. Mm. Depends on the pie. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of chunky steak, and yeah. that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um, 
Mind you, it really depends on the sausage roll too. There's this one I got a bit of a blast from the past here though. There's a sausage roll that my, my wife's, there it is. My wife's making for my Laser kids. beam. There you go. Laser beam. Laser beam, yeah. Mm. You get a big fat sausage. You just brown it. And then you get puff pastry. Yep. Wrap it. Yep. Egg wash. Um, sesame seeds in the oven for 20 minutes. Oh, that's nice. And that? I tell you, that is a taste sensation right there. That is gorgeous. Not, it's not a good game. Neither a good gaming food. Mm. Pies you can't eat with one hand. Too bloody hot and you yep. burn yourself. Yep. Sausage roll, crap goes everywhere. And greasy too. Oh, okay. Yes. Now, I, it depends on the, as you've mentioned, I think it comes down to, you know, which is which pie or sausage roll you're eating. Um, because uh, shout out to Napoli, who's my local uh, delicatessen. <laughs> and on a Sunday morning, it is. on yeah. a Sunday morning, <laughs> yeah. um, what I do is I get up and I might take one of the girls yeah. and I go to Napoli yeah. and I get a freshly made and baked sausage roll. And it's a gorgeous pork sausage roll with golden crispy pastry. <laughs> and I get four mini donuts, yeah. one of each different flavor. And I get a couple of baby chinos, a lactose free cap for my missus, yeah. and a double espresso for me. Yeah. And that's our Sunday morning. You get the paper. A little ritual. And, uh, and off we go. We head back. Um, sauce or no sauce? Oh, God, it's a great question. Um, this particular sausage roll you I never have sauce, sauce with. Yeah. It doesn't need sauce. No. But I, I had a sausage roll earlier today. Had sauce with it. Yeah. And and this so this question needs to be refined a little bit. Let's just let's forget about variants of pies and sausage rolls. You've got the generic Mrs. Mac beef pie or the generic Mrs. Mac sausage roll. Oh, beef pie. Same here. Yeah, I'm going with pie. With sauce. Because mm. okay. a sausage roll is not a sausage roll is a fine art to get it right. Whereas a beef pie you've got a little bit more room to play with. I agree. But a bit like KFC there can be beautiful versions of it mm. and there can be shit versions. You get a pie with gristle on it. I'm sorry, I'm off. Oh, no, I'm so with you there. I am. Yeah, absolutely. But then you're refining the question again, aren't you? Because <laughs> you're going, it's like, would, how you long prefer, a string? Right, would you prefer a Mrs. Max sausage roll <laughs> or a pie with gristle in it? Oh, sausage roll, 100%. 100%. 100%. Right, 100%. But then, let's... let's <laughs> but then what about the sausage roll has gristle on it? What if the sausage roll... <laughs> Actually, had shit in it. <laughs> Would you prefer? <laughs> oh God! How far can we go? Anyway, let's get back on the game. Yeah, shall let's we? do it. Yeah. Uh, everybody's been giving us good feedback about this podcast because we don't go on tangents anymore. <laughs> <laughs> our, our sincerest apologies yes. about that. Um, there's a lot of news going on in the world in general, and we'll we'll move on after you know the epic stuff and Neymar. Oh, look, really, I'm I'm ha- like I love it. I think it's a bit of fun, but I think you can go too far. And if you're adding a character every bloody week well, th- to the game, it gets old. There's no, I think there's no know? surprises really now. No, I mean, um, I remember the last time I got really surprised by a Fortnite character was when Thanos was in there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. But that was when they really started going that, after that. Yeah, and that was new and early. Is there a reason why your lights flashing up there? Ooh. There is a reason. What is that that reason? It might be memory. Memory? If it just stops. We'll stop and I'll get a new card. All right, let's keep an eye on it. Yeah. Let's keep an eye on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so scared. It will go off. Will it? Yeah, but we might have 20 minutes. Okay. We'll see how we go. Can you find this, Mm. right? This little part of the podcast. Mm. And can you just cut the video... So it's like halfway through a sentence. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And then we'll come back in and we'll go, 
Okay, we got a new memory card. Ready? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And we're back. We got we're a new back. memory card. Okay, <laughs> good work, mate. So we discovered what that light is for. <laughs> ding. Oh. Ding. Splashing at me. Anyway. Uh, that's why, uh, those of you on the podcast, you get the... The, the refined. The refined edition. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on. Um yeah. Because there is a, a actually a fair bit of interesting news that's swirling around this week. Um, Alienware have ended their riot partnership due to sexual harassment lawsuit. Claims oh, a report. Okay, mate. I, I swear to God, like, um, it's just uh, like every time I'm seeing a lot of, and I don't know if it's because there's not much to write about games at the moment. Um, we were having this discussion with uh, Zulu and you know some yep. of the other team on Monday night. Yep, and Zulu was like. I'm in a bit of a rut when it comes to writing about games right now because mm. there just feels like there's really not much to write about. Um, and that's not just games, but in terms of tech and hardware as well, um, I'm hearing that, you know, like it's a little bit hard even to write about tech and hardware because we've sort of hit a ceiling to a degree. Yes. Um, you know, but anyway, <laughs> remember your remember your thing about Pro Evo Soccer? <laughs> It's the same, it's the fucking, same game. fucking game. Yeah. Well, it is. It's kind of like tech at the <laughs> moment. It's the same thing. Might just have a new graphics card in it. <laughs> no, it's got a new sticker on the front. Yeah, that's right. Um, 2021 instead of 2020. Yes. Uh, so anyway, a report says PC hardware manufacturer Alienware has ended its esports partnership with Riot Games nearly a full year early due to sexual harassment allegations that were made earlier this year against Riot CEO Nicola. Laurent. Mm. The partnership was originally set to expire in January 2022, according to the site sources, but Alienware has reportedly grown uncomfortable with Riot's public image, which has come under increasing scrutiny following a 2018 Kotaku report on the culture of sexism at the studio. Riot confirmed that it has pulled Alienware branding from its League of Legends esports broadcasts. Right. Now, this doesn't affect us here domestically in Australia because no. they don't have an Alienware deal here. Okay. So, if you've been watching the LCO, for example, you wouldn't have seen Alienware through the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it pulled it. League of Legends Esports, although it didn't reveal what caused the change, Alienware has been a valuable partner to Riot since January 2019. It said in a statement, we can't comment on our arrangement with them at this time due to confidentiality obligations. As we continue discussions with them, we have removed their branding from our broadcasts. Mm. Uh, Riot agreed to pay $10 million to settle a gender discrimination lawsuit filed against it shortly after Kotaku's in-depth report was published, although it continued to insist that sexism at the studio is not systemic. Okay. Can I break this down? Yeah. I, as a father of young girls, as you are too, Mm. potentially, you've potentially got three girls coming. Yeah. You've already got two Mm. with the third on the way. There's something you know I don't. No, but, but, but there, there is a real chance you'll have three yeah, girls, there is. right? Yeah, but you yeah. might have two girls on the board, like me. Yeah. Anyway, the point being, I am. I think we're the first generation of dads who are hyper aware about what's coming for our daughters. Okay, I, I feel like all this stuff that's coming out now are, are generally linked to male the boy boy clubs type. Oh, the boys the boys right? club is rife, without and, a doubt. As much as I love gaming for its inclusivity, and I think gamers are a little bit different, it's still, up until very recently, has been pretty male-dominated. So I, this doesn't surprise me because um, generally when we get a lot of guys together, as you know, we can be dickheads. Mm. All right? Yeah, um, no, we can. We can. And, and that's not to say girls can't be either, but, but with guys, 
especially in a really dominated industry like gaming where I reckon at one stage it might have almost been 100% people employed by the gaming industry were mm. boys, mm-hmm. were guys. Maybe not 100. No, you'd, but you'd, it'd 95? be rare to find a woman. Yeah, that's right, right? Mm. Um, where we work in radio for our day jobs and I'm happy to say that we are now surrounded, it's actually probably more females and males in this building. Yeah, and um, I mean, even to that degree, even further, like it wasn't that long ago where senior management up the chain was all blokes. Yeah. Um, And to a degree, Perth actually led the charge in terms of putting women in positions of power. Of power, that's right. Um, And, uh, you know, you look at the Hit Network, for example, which you work on Mm -hmm. and and I'm a part of as the Brecky announcer on Mix. Mm. And um, there are women in positions of power and leadership everywhere, and they're doing an absolutely stunning job. Yeah. Um, so yeah. this is why this doesn't surprise me, and I don't think it's the end of it, to be to be quite frank. Um, no, I think we're only just getting started, and it, yeah. you know, like, and I, I again, I don't mean to take this on a tangent. It does actually, you know, it, it does all relate to to what we're talking about with regards to gaming, mm. but. You know, even what we're seeing across the country politically. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, mate, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, and I like I sort of look to the guys that are meant meant to be representing us yep. at a at a national level, you know, yep. federally in parliament. And uh, I, I'm going to give a kudos to Anthony Albanese. He stood up in, um, uh, he stood up in a. God forgive me, the name escapes me. But question time. Oh, yeah. yesterday um, and he was delivering his speech and he was talking about Brittany Higgins and the you know who the girl who alleges that she was raped in parliament yep um, uh, and um, you know the fact that they were all doing the women's marches this week and on that very day while they were in question time and those women had invited Scott Morrison and the rest of them to come out mm. and they didn't go and instead what they were doing was they were bloody standing in parliament going well how lucky are we to have a democracy where they can stand out there and they can protest and they're not getting shot other women are getting shot in other countries pipe down chachi um (laughs) i mean really like you guys got to grow a set of nuts you run the country for christ's sake and you're the blokes that we're meant to be looking up to as you know as leaders Mm. and you're making an absolute meal of it and then to see uh peter dutton who looks like an evil genius at the best of times. <laughs> he, he, he could easily be a supervillain in a, um, in Mate, a and to see Austin him Powers movie. Easily stand yeah. up and stare Albo down while Albo was actually delivering this speech about the positivity around you know what Brittany Higgins is, is bringing to the cause for women and tell him essentially it's time to stop talking. Mm. Disgusting. Mm. Absolutely disgusting. And I as a bloke am really embarrassed for you. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I'm really happy to see that more of this, um, and I'm talking about, you know, women's voices are getting much louder around this. Get louder because it is a boys' club and it needs to change. And back to gaming, I think you're seeing evidence of this, but definitely in my house, girls are gamers now. Hundred percent. When I was growing up, which is a long time ago, they necessarily weren't, but mm. it's become a lot more normal in inverted commas yeah. for girls to game meaning that in 10 years time there'll be that many more uh, girls in the industry doing great things and that changes the conversation within an industry as we know from our experience in radio oh, so so um, like I said I don't, this is not going to be the end of this but hopefully it's the start of the decline of it yeah and look 
The other thing that I'm liking seeing, and it sort of plays into this, I wasn't going to bring this story up, but it, mm. it's sort of, you know, um, we can make note of it because it, it ties yeah. in with this yep. hand in hand, was um, the story that went to air on Nine News <laughs> with a good friend of ours, actually, uh, Diana Cena, mm. um, who is Miss Deus Geek mm. um, or Miss Juice Geek. Yep, yep. <clears throat> if you guys on Twitter, go yep. and find her on Twitter. Um, but she's uh, just such a wonderful and exemplary example of um, the culture of inclusivity and yep. equality that yep. exists around gaming. Um, but, you know, there was another woman in here. She she appeared on, on the program, but there was another woman in here called Ellie Dewhurst. Um, and she goes on to say that it wasn't until she was fully immersed in her hobby that she realized she had accidentally morphed into someone else. Mm. At some point, without realizing it, the Melbourne woman had taken on the identity of, of a young boy. Mm. In the video gaming world, she somehow had slowly found that being a female threw up boundaries she just simply didn't deserve to face. Mm. So she tried to exude a more masculine energy simply to fly under the radar. No feminine gamer tag, no flowers or butterflies as a profile picture. And she goes on to say, I used to get a bit weird about boys and men knowing I was female when I first started gaming. It was a lot of online playing and interacting with strangers who would froth knowing I'm a gamer girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. which just felt demeaning, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. And it's not an isolated story. No. Um, they would ask things like, how old are you and where are you from? I've also received things like, no offense, but I wouldn't expect you to play video games, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, and then it goes on to, if you want to check it out, just Google Nine News and Women in Video Game Industry, um, and it should pop up as the current story. But then it goes on to have Diana um, talking about, you know, the fight that she's fighting as well. And like I said, she's doing a wonderful job, and she's such a great ambassador for Xbox too. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it's just really, really awesome to see. Well, and it's the other side. You know, you and I are uh, in that pocket of, you know, uh, your typical gamer, mm. you know. Um, yep. I'm a bit older than the typical gamer, but you know what I mean? I, I like, uh, we've never had to deal with that kind of stuff. Well, I haven't anyway. Um, and I'm guessing you haven't either in that circumstance. When no, you're well, nobody's ever gotten on, um, voice chat in the lobby and, and said, me. Oh my, <laughs> and said, Oh my God, are you a boy? Yeah, that's right. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's something. And I, you know, if you're on this side of it, you don't think about it. Do no, you? you do not. And, that's but, exactly right. You know, as a younger bloke, I, I was certainly guilty of going, Oh my God, there's a girl playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but don't you think, and this is where the, the, the fine line is, right? And I liken it to when I was a single guy and my dad owned a company and I'd ring up once a month to talk to dad about something and I'd get a receptionist and I always wonder to myself, Oh gee, I wonder if she's any good looking because I needed a date, right? Because I, I was interested in girls. Mm. Turns out that's how I met my wife. Yes, that's it exactly is. how I met my yes. wife, right? So, yeah. and I wasn't, I wasn't being predatory. I was just like, oh my God, I was a young, stupid, horny dude yeah. who wanted to meet women. But I think what's, what's really cool about the current day and age that we're in is that the, 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 the more guilty side of that Right, that's an innocent take on it. Well, it is, you know, yeah, very innocent, and yes. it's fine that that is innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, the more guilty side of it, and the reality is that there's a lot of it out there that's either not innocent or no. it's ignorant. Yes, and yes. we are now hearing the voices much louder yeah. about the fact that it's wrong. Yeah, and so we should. And yeah, and, so and we we're should. getting, and you know, as blokes, we're getting educated on it. Yeah, but even more importantly, women are able to you know, stand as tall as they should be able yep. to feel. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's well, good to see. And back to the original point, we've got daughters. We mm. want them to feel comfortable and safe 
in you know a future world so a hundred percent um so yeah look i very interesting um story around that I, I guess the the sort of where i was going with that story with regards to alienware and um yeah uh, <laughs> we have gone off on well a we have gone off on a tangent <laughs> but you know, rightfully so yes of course um but alienware in that is that um i i don't blame alienware you know even though like um uh, right CEO is being sued and there's a lot of allegations and stuff and you know nothing's concrete mm. and, you know it still needs to go through courts and everything um, but um, it, you know we live in a world now where um, and rightfully so you know these major brands if there's any hint of oh there's something wrong here bang you're off yeah you know and, well, and like I said yeah. rightfully so like, yeah. you know yeah. for, it's it, at a commercial level for protecting your brand obviously um, but, you know, at a values level and more importantly for protecting the people within your own organisation, you wouldn't want to be seen. Well, and like old mate in Fortnite, the tweeter, there's no second chance. Mm. There's no, they can't afford to. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I like. Well, I sort of like about that as well is that, you know, um, there's a fine line. If, if you tread over that line, then bang, you're gone. Yeah. Because it will come back to bite them on the bum. Yeah. So. Um, we in Goa have always been lucky enough to have such an awesome diverse group of people yes um, yes you know we got skittles and we got rogue who by the way kicks off her dungeons and dragons show married with dragons this week right <laughs> here on the on the twitch channel right now um and you'll uh, it'll come to you on the podcast too mm. with her partner ben um excuse me uh you know we've got natty who does our esports writing we've got hope um we got hope who's mm. our social media absolute um, gem mm. like you know like we've got we've got some awesome women um, that aren't just part of the core team of Goa in terms of the work getting rolled out but uh, also you know the the great women in our community too yes. which is really cool yes. to see and bloody love gaming bloody love gaming and that's all, that, that's all that that's matters all that matters us, big boy. as long as you bloody love gaming <laughs> that's it <laughs> um oh god we've gone deep we have gone deep we've but gone that's good so deep uh, but that's okay. Um, now, Dan, mm. I uh, I found this story because I thought this story was just pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, Rockstar has thanked a GTA online player who fixed poor load times. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, um, so much so that they've actually taken his solution and it's coming to GTA Online as an official update. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so a player recently claimed to have improved GTA Online's loading times by up to 70%. Turns out they were right. Uh, Rockstar Games confirmed to PC Gamer that a fan-made solution to GTA Online's abysmal loading times will become official in a forthcoming update. At the beginning of March, GitHub user ToasterCX, who also goes by Tost with a zero, mm -hmm. claimed they discovered a way to reduce GTA Online's loading times by up to 70%. Further, they also released a fix that you can pick up uh, in the story, by the way, if mm. you want to Google PCGamer.com and Rockstar thanks GTA Online, GTA Online, you'll get there, uh, with a caveat that it's an unstoppable proof of concept not for casual use. <laughs> for those awesome. interested in the technical angles of such things, to Tosta CX also wrote up a detailed analysis, the link's in here too, of what was wrong and how they'd fix it. It's fairly technical, but the short version is that the slowdown was being caused by a single-thread CPU bottleneck while starting up GTA Online, which means it was essentially catching you right from the very beginning. Yes. A problem they estimated shouldn't take more than a, a day for a single dev to solve. Uh, it took somewhat longer, but his findings were accurate, and that fixes on its way. 
So essentially, he's taken what was a single lane merge point onto a freeway and built 16 lanes. He has. <laughs> <laughs> good on him. They really Bloody is. great. Now, well, that's bloody great, Peter. This well, game is doing good things. Yeah, now it gets better. And I love this. Um, and I, I don't know how many sort of companies do this, but I know Rockstar does. But they've got their bug bounty cash incentive. Oh, yeah, okay. So, shortly after Rockstar confirmed that a load time fix is in the works, Tosta CX said that they were, in fact, uh, awarded $10,000 through Rockstar's bug bounty program. That's normally reserved for discovering security or privacy issues in Rockstar's online games, but the studio decided to award the bounty as an exception in this case. They said, Rockstar confirmed PC Gamer that the payment is being made. How cool is that, eh? Well done, you guys. I could only dream of a day that I'm there coding and wifey says to me, What are you doing? I'm only 10 grand! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> uh, it's very cool. Yeah. Very, very That's cool. That's awesome. Congratulations. Sir. Um, Now, uh, what are we, how are we doing for time? Oh, we're, are we at? we're getting pretty close, I reckon. Are we getting pretty close yeah. to the... Because there's, st- there's still so much more. Well, let's um, talk this. I'll move on from that. Okay. Um, there was one other thing I just wanted to touch on. Oh. Actually, two other things. Okay. Two other things. Sorry, two other Dan. Things. Two other things. Um, okay. Nintendo Switch 2. Two! Could release before March 2022. <gasps> what? Yeah, so about a year away. So this is the Pro Switch console. Um, okay, so real quick, what's in the Pro Switch? What's the difference? Seven-inch OLED screen, yeah. 4K output capability. Oof. Now, it originally had a tentative 2021 release date. Yeah. But that's as much that we know right now. Yeah. While the financial and media company is sticking to its guns, I'm talking Bloomberg, who initially released the story yep. regarding the new Switch's hardware upgrades, it has adjusted its proposed release date window, which mm. originally was slated for 2021, mm-hmm. with a new report suggesting the device will now arrive before the end of March 2022. As per the report, it's believed that Kyoto-based Nintendo is planning for sales of its signature Switch game console to be flat or slightly higher in the fiscal year ending March 2022, and that the introduction of a new Pro Switch console will help it achieve that goal. Right. So there you go. You can look forward to uh, the Pro Switch hopefully coming out in March oh, 2022, about a year's time. And that would have been, what, six, seven years since the first Switch? Oh, thereabouts. I'll tell you exactly. Nintendo We talked about Switch this before. I think it was 2016, was No, we were talking about um, Breath of the Wild. So the Nintendo 17. Switch, March 3, 2017. So, okay, so it'll be five years later. God, they love March, don't they? They do love March, don't they? I wonder why. They? I wonder why March. I don't know. Maybe Mario was born in March. March 10. Is he? No, I'm just throwing it out there because <laughs> March 10 is Mario Day. We've got, got well, Golden Eye Day, we've missed this year, actually. What? Feb- no, Feb- we again, haven't. Again, oh. February 7th. February 7th. Gutted. I know. Um, there's one other one that I wanted to cover off today. I want to mention this because there's a history of, and I'm wearing a Fallout 76 you are, t-shirt You bloody today. are. You bloody are. I bloody what am. What was the first thing I said to you today when you walked in? You said, what did you say? I said, nice bloody shirt. Nice pal. bloody shirt. You did, mate. I'm I sorry. Did. I'm sorry you did. <laughs> um, and look, there's a, there's a bit of a history behind this because I'm the one who did the GameOnOz.com review for Fallout 76 mm-hmm. and I gave it a 10 and mm. I got my ass handed <laughs> to me. Now, I've since revised that. What were we saying about our wonderful community? They are wonderful. <laughs> and in this case, they were right. Um, uh, but uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up today is because there's a lot going around 
um, of Bethesda having been acquired for seven odd billion dollars or whatever by it was by yeah. Microsoft. Yep. Obviously, Fallout comes with that and all mm-hmm. of the different Fallout titles. But Fallout 76, um, a lot of the news is sort of, you know, you're seeing it crop up. Um, Todd Howard has come out and said there was very little we didn't screw up on the Fallout 76 launch. Now, Todd Howard is the Bethesda Game Studios director, mm. and he was very blunt about the state of Fallout 76 when it came out in 2018. Yep. He goes on to say, when that game launched, the litany of issues we had, and we let a lot of people down, and, well... There was very little we didn't screw up, honestly. Jeez. He was talking about the launch of the troubled multiplayer RPG. Fallout 76 was rife with technical problems and performed poorly at launch. Now listen. <laughs> On my PC, it worked fine. Okay? It worked perfectly fine. And I don't know... What rigs they were playing the initial test stuff on, but on my PC, it was fine. <laughs> it was also missing a lot of what we liked in Bethesda's Fallout games, like NPCs that made the world feel lived in. Now look. Now look. <laughs> granted, I don't know how many NPCs are meant to be around per square meter for a game to be good, but as far as I was concerned, it was fine. Okay? Occasionally, I came across one, and to be honest with you, NPCs piss me off anyway, and they take me away from what it is that I'd like to do. So, I was happy with it. To Howard, though, that service game stumble should be easy to avoid now that Bethesda is under the protective platform size wings of Xbox. Howard went as far to imply that being available on Game Pass at launch would have made Fallout 76 first months much easier. Howard has previously stated that he regrets not having a free beta for Fallout 76. Mm. He also said that as a business model, Game Pass makes more viable certain kinds of games that a studio like Bethesda might have hesitated to develop in the past. Fallout oh. 76 came to Game Pass in July That's of 2020. Yeah, well, I mean, you think about it. Fallout uh, Game Pass allows a game to have a soft launch, doesn't it? Well, it does, and it's also, I think, the mentality of people getting the game off Game Pass is they're a bit more forgiving about what might be happening. Yeah, because it's... You sort of of haven't paid for it, even though you have. No, well, it's part of a suite, isn't it? So you might download it, and you go, oh, this isn't much chop. No. Um, But it's okay, because you've got this huge... It's part of a huge suite of games. You haven't forked out yet, however much it costs. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, like watching a Netflix movie and thinking, that was pretty good. But if you actually went and saw it at the cinema, where you took time and effort to get there and paid money Mm. to watch that movie, you might have thought it was shit. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So, you know. Um, We got a lot of movie tickets as radio people back in the day. We don't so much now. But um, Osterio, before it was Southern Cross Osterio, used to be owned by Village Roadshow. So every pay packet was... Four movie tickets. Yeah. It was bloody yeah. great. And, it was, and there was no such thing as a bad movie because you got to see them all for free. And we used to do, remember we used to do, um, we used to do movie previews as yeah, well. Yeah. You go, they'd give you popcorn and Coke. Yeah, and yeah. You could you could have gone there and seen a picture of a shit sandwich and you would have been so happy. Instagrammed it. Yep. <laughs> I give it five stars. Five stars. For a shit sandwich, it's the best I've ever seen. <laughs> Ah, uh, too good. Okay. Mate, that's it. I'm right. done. I'm done piss farting around. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's that, great. Um, you know. 
All right, we've got a big question. Uh, okay, so um, do we have a big question? Well, I know we do because I, I told you what it is. Oh, you do too. So you, you I can, do I can just read it. Do you want to do, do, do big question first or do you want to do uh, members' benefits questions? Members' benefits Do you want to do members' first, benefits yeah, questions yeah, first? Okay, all right. Um, so this one comes from Gamma and mm. he says, my question, with the Goa podcast being around for so long, is there like a top five list of guests you would like to have on the show? Oh my God. My number one would be Phil Spencer because he just seems like a really nice guy who mm-hmm. would take the time for a chat. Mm. Dan, a bit of thought around this, I believe. A top five of people we want to interview? Yeah. I want, you know what? I want to interview... Um, I had this idea for you a couple no, of years ago. Not necessarily ago. the top five, but yeah, at least no, give no, me one. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, I'm really fascinated by celebrities that game. Because I feel like it's the one thing with our celebrities. We know generally what sports team they go for. We know who they're dating, but we don't know whether they game. Mm. Now I'm I'm a massive fan of the Inbetweeners, and I'm I am led to believe that Jay on on the Inbetweeners and also in White Gold is a big gamer. Is that right? Yeah, like he um he was called into product tests. It was FIFA or Pro Evo, one of the two, and they did a video with him coming in and playing it out, and he was. Essentially, there, yeah, to, to, to bug test. Yeah. Um, but, but as a bit of a PR thing. So I'd love to speak to him because um, I think he's played gaming, done gaming for a long time. He is um, a very funny guy. I reckon his retorts would be excellent. Yeah, no, you know, I agree with yep, you there. Yep, yep. Um, I think if we're sort of on the line of, um, you know, famous gamers, I, I'd like to just sort of go down the path of, um, I don't know, like. I was having a think about this because I was thinking about could it be developers or could yeah, it be, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, CEOs yep. or um, Reggie feels a me comes straight to mind mm-hmm. in terms of, a, you know, a, a top of the tree. He's not there now, but Bowser's there now, but I'm talking about the guy who used to run Nintendo. Yes. Um, and uh, I think he'd be a very interesting bloke to speak about considering he, you know, had so much success at the helm of Nintendo for so long uh, in terms of America. But, I mean, if we're sort of breaking it down to, you know, people who love video games and along that line, celebrities and a bit of fun and all that, I'd love to to sit with Gerald of Rivia himself, Henry Cavill. Yes. Around a table. Because, you know, we've seen the memes and all that sort of stuff and we've seen his videos of him building a PC. And, I, I like, I'd like to know whether or not that stuff's legit yeah. or if he's gotten into it because he plays Gerald you know, in the Witcher series on Netflix. And he look, he just looks like a fun guy. And yeah. he, he's, you know, he's played a lot of amazing superheroes too, like Superman in the DC um, universe and, and that. And I, I just, yeah, I think it'd be cool. I think he'd be very cool to, to catch up with. And I'm not shitting you. This is a n- no shit story, Pete. Guaranteed this happened. Hmm. About 12 years ago, we used to go every Easter, which is coming up obviously, to a place called Lehman. Yeah. Which is about 300Ks north of Perth. Yeah. Caravan Park there. The former owners of that caravan park, at the time, their daughter was going out with... No. No shit. Bullshit. Not that, it, not that he was ever there. That she was living in America. No way. Way. 100%. This is just before he became Superman the first time. Oh, you're joking. We were, she was talk, she, they were saying to us, oh yeah, he's just been... um, He's an actor. He's just got his first big gig. And it was Superman. I was like, What? <laughs> That's Bring ridiculous. him to Lehman. <laughs> Lehman? Yeah. Where the hell is Lehman? Where the hell is Lehman? It is uh, literally a How do you spec. spell Lehman? Lehman in Australia is... So Durian Bay? Yes. It's the next town up. 
Oh, yeah, we Greenhead driven, we, Lehman. We would have driven through it when we were doing our on-the-road podcast all yep. those years ago. Okay, there I see it. Lehman <laughs> Caravan Yeah, so there you go. I Get a load of that. I don't think they're together anymore, but yeah, before he was a big star, he was going out with their daughter. Oh, God. Amazing. Then he probably dropped it. Yeah, he probably did, you bastard. You've changed. You've changed, You've Henry. changed, Henry. <laughs> you used to like Lehman Fish and Chips. Yes. Um, that's wild. <laughs> what a great question. Uh, Thank you, Gamma. This one comes from Weebanese. Mm. My question is, where do you think the future of gaming is headed in a tech standpoint? Do you think VR is the future or something more streamlined like interchangeable consoles that basically operate like a PC? I.e. you can very easily swap out the RAM or GPU, etc. Mm. That is an excellent question. These are good questions. You have a think. I know my answer to go, this. Go, you go. For me... It's all going to come down to accessibility. Yep. I, and I've said this before. I feel like as far as tech is concerned, um, without changing the experience, I think we've hit a ceiling. Mm. There's only so much we as humans can really digest. Yep. Um, and unless somebody comes out with some amazing, I guess, almost cyborg tech, yeah, you know, that, well, that yeah, that you was could my, implant that's where I was yourself. Going. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Right, well, I'll leave you to that. Mm. Um I think um, really, you know, it's it's down to accessibility. And I think the next big thing in tech, considering I feel like we have hit this ceiling to a degree, is it's going to be game streaming as a service. Yeah. So you get your subscription to uh, xCloud or NVIDIA GeForce Now. Yep. And you pay your monthly fee and you've got this suite of games. Yep. Um, and you might pay extra if you want to be able to access another game that's just come out or something like yep, that. I don't yep. know how they'd work that out. Yep. But, you know, it's the ones where it really is going to come down to your internet connection. Yes. You know, because it doesn't matter what device you're playing with. No. It's all about streaming the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's going to come from the server and not the hardware really processing it. So... Um, for me, it's it's going to come down to games as a service. I think that's where we're headed in tech. Yeah. And I, I, my head went straight to the cyborg stuff. As much as um, that seems a bit weird to have stuff done to your body to make your gaming experience better, I even think I think VR is the future to a point, but I think the VR technology in terms of what you wear will get more comfortable, um, probably less, uh, not invasive is not the word, less um, cumbersome. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I'm seeing Sunny's you know, become... Oh, you mean like AR to a degree? Sort like of, AR yeah, glasses? yeah. A bit of, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Potentially, yeah. But what, like how far, like are you talking about being able to... I wonder if like, just, just thinking ahead on that, if it's certainly gamifying your average everyday life, mm. like, you know, being able to put these glasses on and it boots up and you can see information about everything around you, kind of like a HUD yeah. in a game. Yeah, yep. You know, a heads-up display. Like, I'd turn to you and I'd see, you know, Dan Van Der Legend. Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Not wearing underwear today. Um, <laughs> for those of you young people... Yes, uh, there was a movie. That's Basic Instinct. <laughs> and if you're listening, he did the leg thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's where, you know, think about, you know, outside the square here a bit. You know, look at look at when you look at home designs and everything's got a theatre room. Will we have gaming rooms where lights are set? You know, the, you flick a switch and the lights go to a certain level that are optimised for gaming. The entire thing is immersive. It's y- one yeah. big immersive y- experience. Yes. I spend way more time in my life gaming than I do watching TV and or um, yeah. streaming. And so do I. So why haven't we got a room set up 
in fact, I'm built. I'm hopefully building a new house in the next couple of years. This might be. I might be the prototype. Mm. Mm. Just got a good idea, but yes. hey, your old man's an architect. Oh, an engineer. An engineer. Yeah. He knows sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, he knows how to He'll put. A, he knows how to put a house on a bloody train turntable. So <laughs> yeah. why wouldn't he be able to do something like that? <laughs> that's right. Um, that's that'd be very cool. Yeah. So and I, you know, obviously, like a, I suppose, you know, a gaming room easily you can watch movies in it, whereas. You know, like a purpose-built movies room isn't sort oh, of to the degree of the tech yeah. that you'd need for you know and part that of that, immersive gaming experience. And, and part it? of that thought process is um, there's a great guy at Rocket Comms, Chris Daniel, who sends me lots of stuff. And there's this thing called these nano leaf panels. Oh yeah, the, the LED stuff you yeah. stick to the yeah. wall, but they they're actually they can they can switch into your um, console and reflect the on what you're seeing on the screen. The colors will reflect in, in these panels. Yep. So it's a much more immersive experience. You know. That's the kind of shit that I think's coming, um, and as as the gaming you know, the gaming industry is huge anyway, but but it's becoming more mainstream seemingly every year. So with that in mind, you know we're gonna um, see the results of that, which is great for us. Hundred mm. percent, Danny. Sure, we needed we need to do one final thing. Well, okay, so it's. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, no. Why would this not work now? I know what it is. Big, 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 Securium. No, you just. I'll just let you just smash no, I'm not, this I'm one out, guess. mate. Oh, please. Sekiro. Close. Something. It starts with, it starts with an S. Yes. I don't know that much. You can't just put me out on. No, this. you're doing. You're doing Sekiro, well. Shadows of oh, swordsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> just shows how ignorant. Sekiro. Yeah. Shadows die twice. Ah, there you go. But mate. Not bad, not bad. Right? So we got a couple of great answers. You read mm. them out, Pete. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'll just pick five or six in random. Yeah. So uh, Ben uh, said, Ben Saunders said, Duke Nukem 3D. Great. Yeah. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Ooh, ooh, What's the other one? Um, ooh. I love kicking alien butt ass and <laughs> chewing bubblegum. Stick to Sekiro. Say it then. Kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of gum. gum. That's right. Um, shake it, baby. <laughs> Jeez, Emmett. Oh, well, yeah, that, well, that yeah. That came in his current that, that just aged yourself, didn't it? Far out, it really did. <laughs> um, Natasha Denton. I played Minecraft years ago and dropped it, but now I'm playing it again. I forgot how mind-numbingly fun it can be sometimes. Yeah, still don't get Minecraft, but anyway. Pav Gov. Hey, Pav. Uh, Hollow Knight and Warframe. Pav does love Hollow Knight. I've watched okay. a lot of his Hollow Knight streams. Yeah, He's great. very good. Great. Uh, Frodo, Tristan O'Driscoll. I always return to Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Boom. And Arion, Fallout 76 and Final Fantasy 15 seem to be my guilty pleasures among some other select titles. Boom, boom, boom. Final Fantasy yes. 76. He does... Uh, Fallout 76, he does love Final Fantasy. Yep. Um, I've seen his uh, collection mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy stuff mm-hmm. um, because the great Arion and I have had the occasional breakfast. Yes. And uh, yes, he, he is quite the Final Fantasy collector. He loves it. Great. Mm. So thanks for those answers. We'll just pick out five or six randomly each week. Mm. Today's big question, and it's sort of more a, a an activity rather than a question, but it is a question. Tag one person 
you met through gaming. I like that. Mine's and, right here. Yeah, mate, 100%. Right here. Yeah, no, without a doubt. That's how we met, through gaming, through our love of gaming. Yeah. I, I bloody love it, mate. Yeah. So, yes. Um, and I, I... We've got a story of how we met, and I'd yeah. like to hear those stories too. Yes. So tag yeah, the mate. Yeah, just a tag and tell us the story. And tell us the story. Yep. You know, did you meet in a lobby online in COD? Um, did you meet at a LAN event? Were you playing GTA 5 online and got into a car, random car, and went for a Five or four? Five. Five. Went for a drive. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> night. We will, one, uh, and this is the promise, this is the game on Australia promise to the community out there. We will dedicate a whole episode to that story at a time to be decided. We're going to break that whole thing down for an hour. A hundred percent. Yeah. In fact, could we have tracking, would you know who it is? You wouldn't be able to. Um, no, I wouldn't. I, I it was years ago. They put a shout out. Yeah, maybe he might be out there somewhere. <laughs> Imagine hey, or she could have been hey, a girl. Or she. No, yeah. That's a very good point mm-hmm. because they didn't talk. They didn't say a word. No, no, it was just a, just drove me around in character. It was two guys just going out for a drive that's around it. Los Santos. I mean yeah. that that is the stuff that love stories are made from. Yeah, I dreams, love that. Mate. Dreams, beautiful. love that. Um, mate, I think that's it. That's it. I think we're done. Game on. Uh, so a couple of things really quickly. Um, uh, we've got our Magic the Gathering Arena event coming up very soon so get into the Discord discord.gameonos.com for more details on that uh, and also don't forget the Members Benefits Program is now live uh, it's $11 a month a dollar from each membership goes to our partner charities um, and the other $10 goes back into supporting this incredible community mm-hmm. but also um, the value that's in there is just extraordinary, mm. Dan. Uh, like I said last week, yeah. Um, the you know, if you were to to use the current exclusive Lenovo Legion um, code that they've given us to save yourself some money on a new PC or a laptop, um, you'd be saving yourself ten years worth of our membership. Yeah, you know, which is extraordinary. Yes. Uh, pays for itself, certainly it, it does. Really does. And yeah. of course, Pentanet, we announced them this week. Great to have them on board yep. as well. So thank you very much. Um, that's a show. That's it, Dan. We're out of here. Have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, good sir, don't forget to save.